Yes, so our overall title in journeying through the little New Testament book of 1 John is Living and Loving. Living and Loving in Jesus. John deals with this in his own unique way. And it's just not a passing thing that love is part of what he's talking about. But it's all of what he's talking about. And he approaches it in each chapter differently, repeats, repeats again, approaches it from another angle. But the entirety of the book is living and loving in Jesus. Interesting title that Andy's put on here, The People of the Lie. It will become apparent as we share. But the verses before us are 1 John chapter 2 and verse 15. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anything loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does, comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. Dear children, this is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a man is the Antichrist. He denies the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. See, what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is what he promised us, even eternal life. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. And now, dear children, continue in him, so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous... You know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. So, let us out of this uh, text of scripture just grasp some key principles 
under this heading, Living and Loving in Jesus, that I think God would want us to hear today. Let's get a little background. Jesus has come. He's the Messiah. Or in Greek, as it is here, the Antichrist. Uh, sorry, the Christ. Uh, the Christ. We have, we have the Antichrist as a translation from the Greek. The Messiah from the Hebrew. But uh, Jesus has come as the Christ. The Messiah. He has lived. There was hope. That this person, the Christ, the Messiah, would deliver an oppressed people who were really oppressed under Roman domination. It was very, very real. There was an emperor in Rome not to be challenged. In fact, he was sort of God. What he said went but here was someone the Messiah above the cross it says the king of the Jews serious stuff in the eyes of the Caesar the emperor and under domination of Rome there was deep suppression Is this Messiah going to deliver us? That's what he's meant to do, isn't it? Deliver meant to so many to deliver physically out from the oppression of Rome. To deliver with a victory militarily. That the rule of God might be in the land and flow throughout the world under the sovereign ruling of almighty God through the Messiah, Christ. He died. He was buried. He rose. He's gone. And then there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of gossip. He's failed us. And all sorts of movements arise that Roman history can tell us about, but this part of the scripture refers to. Was he really the Messiah? I mean, we're still under oppression. We're still under the domination of Rome. There's no sense of deliverance, is there? Ah. But the message is he's going to return again. Ah. So there is hope he'll return again. But some decades go by. And he hasn't returned again. So he's come. And he's gone. And he hasn't returned again. And there's no evidence of any deliverance from the domination of Rome. 
Maybe he's not authentic. Maybe he wasn't for real. It says here, Antichrist is coming. Even now many Antichrists have come. The message translation says, regarding the Antichrist, they're all over the place. Antichrists are everywhere you look. So there was a great multiplicity of people and a great multiplicity of movements leading a great multiplicity of things headed up in different people. He wasn't authentic. He's not real. But this is the reality. Come here. Come there. And it says they were everywhere. Causing people to believe the lie. The lie being. This Christ who came. Died and is gone and hasn't appeared again. And we're still under the domination of Rome. He wasn't who he said he was. He wasn't who he was supposed to be. But here's the real thing. Come here and find life. And not to this day is the spirit of Antichrist. The reality is that anything that leads us and draws us to an answer that is false, whether it's said or not, is saying, Christ is not who he said he was. He's not the answer. He's not the son of God. Don't follow that mirage. It's not real. Come here. And the world today, as it did then, but in a different multiplicity of ways, in the spirit of Antichrist, is offering everywhere all over the place false answers. Come here. Come here and follow me. Follow this. Follow this system. The answer is here. And so falsehood is everywhere. Fake everywhere. Follow this person, this system, this way, this new movement. And in doing so, we're the real thing. John is saying is there is one truth and the truth is that the Christ the Messiah the Son of God lived and died as a sacrifice for sins and to come to him and seek to follow him is the answer for living life in the now and living life forever he is the answer And any other supposed answer is false. Antichrist is a pretend Christ. 
a pretend lie. And so the whole world in its various ways and cultures, it's natural in the spirit of corruption and deception, which is the world system of things, the world system of things. Greed, corruption, selfishness, when whatever form, in whatever manner, leading into this or that way, is leading in the way that is opposite to God's way. And in so doing, to bury ourselves with a love for the world system of things, for the world's lie, for the worldly ways. It's easy to translate these verses so wrongly. It's easy to take a verse out of a context and mean anything. The world in these 15, 16, 17 verses is six times. Do not love the world or anything in the world. It's easy to think, oh, the world, I shouldn't love the world. God's world that he created is good. Every day of creation, it was good. And then he created man, and he's very good. God's world of creation is good. And behind his world of creation is a good God. God was good. God is good. God will ever be good. And all that he created is good. And so as we look out on the butterflies, birds, the lovely verdant green that is all around us in this culture today. We see the beauty of the architect, God the creator behind it. And in so doing, if we're in love with this God, then we worship him, the creator of it all. But we can worship what he created instead of the creator. And be led down all sorts of pathways and byways. To all sorts of worship of things and in themselves good things and people and leaders. And so we're led to the way of the lie, the falsehood. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. In other words, these are mutually exclusive. We can't be lovers of God. Lovers of righteousness, lovers of Christ, trusting in him and at the same time be lovers of the world system in which I'm caught up in the corruption and greed and selfishness and deception of the whole thing. I can't love that and love God. But to love God is to be absorbed in the beauty of the wonderful world he's created and use the beauty to worship him. Everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of the eyes, the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the Father, but from the world. Boasting, selfishness, greed. The world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of of God lives forever. And so this world system, whatever it is, is passing away. Some people who devote their whole life to be 
super, super, maybe super, super rich. I remember reading or speaking to a person who dreamt that and got that and arrived at it and then in arriving at it discovered there was nothing there. Then where do you go when there's nothing there? So the world of drugs and the great multiplicity of everything that's on offer around every country and at the press of a button and to, to, to lead everybody into being in love with the falsehood, the big lie. You can't be there and be a lover of God. To love God is to not be in love with that system. But we're all fallen. And we're all part of a fallen world. And this fallen world is messy. And I'm messy. And I'm part of the mess. And I might say Jesus is Lord. And I might seek to follow him. But while I'm alive on this earth, I have a body of sin and corruption within me that's forever calling me deceivingly into the area of wanting to explore the false thing. So living in the world with temptation and the reality of where we are is the reality of living on this earth. When Paul expresses it, I desire to do this, but I want to do that. I should do this and I want to do that. So this is not some remote thing from us. This is real to all of us. And out there is the spirit of Antichrist. Out there is the spirit of Antichrist which leads to think there is an answer here. There's something good to taste here. It feels good to go there. And if that's what I get in love with, I'm actually saying, I don't believe in the Christ, the Son of God, who came to live and die and create the way to God. And what God is doing on this earth is not doing what the people, so many people then thought, which was to physically deliver his people from the domination of Rome and cause them to be led in military victory and have peace forever in a a world that would expand throughout the globe of the sovereign God in control. God says, I'm building my kingdom and I'm building it now. And John in this epistle is showing us very clearly how he's building it. He's building it by people's hearts and lives coming to God, bowing in the spirit of repentance and trust. Falling in love with him, following God, following the Christ. And being loved with his desires and his ways. And so, the kingly rule of God is not manifest physically by military victory. But the kingly rule of God is manifest through people's lives. Where the rule of God is in their heart. And they show the unconditional, non-judgmental love of God to the world of people. God wants us to love the world of people. He wants us to see and appreciate and be captivated by the beauty of the the world of creation that he's made. 
He wants us to see every person that's in this globe, in this world, as made in the image of God with a God-shaped hole that only God can fill, and although flawed, see his beauty in people and cause people to feel the love of God flowing through us. We're not capable of working this up. We're only capable of embracing the love of God and allowing his love to rule through our heart and so be people living and loving in Jesus. So, God help us to stay with the authentic Christ. Amidst a world of waywardness and temptation to go in a multiplicity of directions and follow the world system of things in a multiplicity of ways, God help us to be content and stay with the authentic Christ and be in love with what he loves. God help us to admire the world of creation and worship God the creator who made all things good. God help us to channel the non-judgmental, unconditional love of God to the world of people and each other. God help us to seek to discern the fallen world system manifest in greed, corruption, selfishness and hatred and not be lovers of that world. Let Christ be our Lord and discern the spirit of Antichrist that seeks to cause people to believe the lie that draws them to the false pretend answers to life in Christ we have the authentic reality of what it's all about and there is no other answer every other apparent answer is a pretend lie God help us Stay with him, living and loving in Jesus.